0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. There was a good news story some months ago, but the fact that there was going to be uh, some surplus land down by the old Stelco lands, uh, you know, it was great that Bedrock had taken them over, uh, and they were going to start to kick this, this, uh, the steel mill going again, and everything is going to be great. And uh, the city thought, hey, we got a pretty good shot at getting a lot of that land, and and you know, that's that's going to help. As a matter of fact, the deal the province structured to try to make this whole thing work indicated that a lot of that land would be sold, some of it was going to go to the pensioners, the city would be able to pick up some pieces, and it was kind of a win-win-win-win thing. Well, that's uh, gone by the wayside now because of an announcement by Stelco the other day, which kind of caught a few people at City Hall off guard, including Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberger, who joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. Mr. Mayor, thank you so much for the time. Good to have you with us today.
1: Good to be with you as well,
0: man. Thank you. I, I I understand this is kind of a touchy situation, but I mean, the city had plans for this. I think a lot of people had plans for this. Uh, this announcement from Bedrock that they were going to hang on to a good deal of this land right now pretty much caught everybody off guard, didn't it?
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, we were uh, we were told all the way through the bankruptcy proceeding, and when Bedrock uh, leased the uh, the former uh, Stelco site uh, to for you know, future potential steel making that uh, the city of Hamilton would be consulted and that we would work together to come up with a kind of higher and better use for the, the remaining surplus land that could be turned into, uh, you know, future employment opportunities, future advanced manufacturing, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, you know, lo and behold, uh, you know, a day or a day, uh, literally a day before the uh, the announcement that the lands had been sold to uh, Bedrock, uh, we, were, we were informed by it that uh, they were going to be the buyer and that on Monday morning they were going to be in court uh, acquiring the balance of those properties through the uh, bankruptcy proceedings and through the province. So that was a shock and surprise. And, you know, in as much as I, I don't fault, uh, the, you know, bedrock, I mean, shrewd, uh, shrewd business move on their part, they're, they're capturing a gold mine, quite frankly, K-Industrial zoning anywhere in the province of Ontario is a uh, is a huge opportunity for uh, you know a- added land value and bringing new uh, new uses there. So they've captured a very very valuable piece of land and uh, it in, in almost fire sale prices in my view. Uh, and and you know what? Yes, they benefit the pensioners. Yes, they've uh, they've provided uh, you know continuing employment for the steel industry, but uh, they've certainly uh, you know, taken advantage of the city and that uh, gave us no opportunity whatsoever, this is the province now, to uh, to put our ore in the water and do that consult- consultative process that uh, they were all promising was going to happen. So, well, uh, and I, I, and I think that's an important is part, important.
0: isn't it? That's an important part. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't sense any animosity from you or anybody on council at Bedrock. I mean, you know, in your no. situation, you would have done the same thing. But the, it sounds to yeah. me as if the, the, there was a fix on here and that, that you were not told about it.
1: Exactly, and uh, and you know part of the fix is, and you know this is why it's such a gold mine that the province of Ontario had already indicated they were they were prepared to backstop any environmental liability to the tune of some eighty million dollars. That's still in place, and so uh, you know this particular owner, God bless him, uh, you know captured a piece of land here that's just uh, unbelievably valuable because there is limited environmental liability and nothing but upside for future uses. Now hopefully they'll they'll put it to uh, a higher and better use or not just flip it to uh, you know some other some other entity to, uh, to to reap the profits and really put it into uh, you know use usable functional production that can provide future employment which is the uh, where we want it to be with uh, with the future of those lands so I'm hoping that's the case but uh, you know I'm not not at all confident that this is just a uh, That is that this is not just a business deal and a shrewd business move on their part to uh, you know to capture the land value and then uh, you know vacate those lands and leave it to somebody else.
0: Adding to your frustration, though, Mister Mayor, must be the fact that obviously it was the province that brokered this whole situation. Uh, And I mean, if you wanted to get on the phone the day you found out about this and and, and try to make some inquiries, they pretty much say, "Yeah, well, you know, we're we're leaving in a couple of days, so sorry, Uh, we're not returning phone calls right now." Because they, yeah, they, they, they just lost the election, and they were out of power anymore. So you, you don't know who to talk to right here.
1: And I, I, I'd have to say that our local, uh, Ted McMeekin, was blindsided by this as well. Uh, you know, he wasn't in the know either. And so, uh, you know, there was uh, obviously Ed Clark, who was, who was the, uh, the premier's kind of right-hand person for, you know, a lot of these major financial uh, um, initiatives. This one in particular was uh, was organized by him, through him, and I don't even know if the uh, the premier was totally aware of what was going on in this particular situation. Well, somebody mm-hmm. had to sign so off I on it. Not, well, they would have to at the end of the day, but, uh, you know, every time we talked to uh, the ministers, they uh, they had very little information, very little understanding of what the whole concept was, and uh, we were having a hard time getting through to anybody, <clears throat> including Mr. Clark, who kept telling us, don't worry, uh, the city's going to be front and center on this and uh you know whatever happens you're going to be in the know and uh and then lo and behold uh, you know in a court proceeding before we even uh, have any time to respond uh, it's it's uh, hived off to a you know a private operator so here we are we're de- we're, we're dealt with uh, the hand that we have <clears throat> we're gonna we're gonna meet with mr katzenbaum and obviously have a you know a frank conversation about what his intentions are and my hope is that his intentions are as as ours was to uh, to maximize the employment value of these lands and uh, put them back into good use, whether it's for steel production or other advanced manufacturing uses. All the services are there. The road network is there. The uh, the environmental backstop is not there, thank, now there, thanks to the to the province. So there's nothing but uh, potential upside. Uh, and hopefully, it's done in the right way, not just a uh, you know a, a land grab and a quick flip, and uh, you know, and who knows what uh, ends up happening with those lands.
0: I, I, is there any way to find out exactly how this happened and when it happened? with obviously, Mister Clark who's a, a bureaucrat involved in this. This who seemed to be pulling the strings. I mean, there, there were some that are saying, oh, you know, what this was probably part of the original deal, and that you just didn't know about it.
1: Well, I don't. I don't. That's not. So if if that's the case, and they misinformed us right from the very beginning. Uh, the uh, you know the very uh, first instance was that they were going to create a land co, as you recall, and that land co was going to be set up to, uh, to manage the, uh, the remaining properties. Uh, individuals were identified, although never announced, and uh, I think they had a couple of formative meetings. Uh, the union was involved, uh, for sure, and <clears throat> that was going to be the engine in terms of how they were going to uh, evolve the, uh, the future uses of those lands. Uh, that was, a, I, in my view, a better scenario than what we have now, which is one individual uh, you know, owns the entire site now, and uh, you know has full full authority to do whatever he so you know he pleases. He does have to adhere to some zoning issues, but there's not a lot of zoning issues that you have to overcome here. It's it's K industrial zoning, and it's uh, you know it's going to be uh, it's going to be that, and not necessarily going to change. And so, uh, you know, we'll see. I mean, uh, you know, there uh, there have been a number of players in the mix of all of this. Uh, if they knew right from the very beginning that this was the end game. Uh, they certainly didn't tell anybody, and that uh, is all the more reason to be upset about this because uh, that's hardly open, that's hardly transparent, and hardly uh, the way that the city of Hamilton needs to be treated with its waterfront. And if I think about Halifax and I think about Toronto and the uh, you know the high level of involvement the city has had in terms of repurposing their waterfronts, uh, this is bit, this has been a complete shutout of the city. Uh, being involved in any aspect of the, how the waterfront is going to develop in our city. And I think that's, uh, that's shameful.
0: I uh, totally understand your frustration on this, Mr. Mayor. I know that there is a plan B, and we'll talk about that in greater detail uh, in in a future program. But I do thank you for mm-hmm. jumping in and taking some time for us this morning.
1: Always a pleasure, Bill. Thank you.
0: Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberger.
1: Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.